0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. It's starting to look like Christmas. It's starting to get like feels like a little bit like the holiday system is coming. Holiday system? Holiday season. I was just doing some work on systems to help homeless people in education and trying to solve the world. I said system instead of season, but it is a good fun time of year, isn't it? Um, anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. Money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Big event coming up in San Jose that, again, I want you to show up for. I do. I think going to be fun It's going to be Saturday There's two events One in the morning And one in the afternoon You can sign up at RobLackShow.com The morning one is Kind of like late morning The afternoon is Kind of early afternoon It's all about investing In retirement issues uh, In the morning In the afternoon It's more about How to get there Some ideas On how to get there Apple hit a correction Which it's done before the Correction being 20% down It's a bear market And it's bouncing right there. And that's helping the stock market today. So I'll talk about Apple pretty aggressively and uh, some other investment ideas. But when I do the event in San Jose on Saturday, the 11th, from 1 to 3, the Investing Beyond a 401k, I'm going to hit some things like franchises and municipal bonds and some other ideas. You can sign up for either war event, the Wealthy one or the Wealth Creation one. So one's Wealth preservation, one is... On the other side of that fence. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The market's been kind of um, temperamental. So I feel like one of those old television Christmas shows where the elf gets really upset and Santa goes, temper, 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 temper. Um, I, I, I do feel that way about the market right now. It's been moody. Signs of a slowdown out there are abundant. So should you have the greatest Christmas ever or should you go, I'm going to pare it back a little bit. So, it's a tough market to pick. We know companies like Walmart and Cisco might be gifts at this point in time as they've come back from their highs. We know companies are, can be considered gifts when they sell down 10, 15, 20, 25, 30%, only to kind of. Sometimes you, you don't want a stock to be at an all time high because everyone who's bought it has made money. You want some winners and losers. You want some, some new blood turnover. Doesn't mean you can't hold it for the rest of your life or your whole life. But pullbacks are normal and pullbacks are healthy. I love a pullback. Warren Buffett's never gone. Oh, the market's selling off. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Um, that's Chicken Buffet. Oh, it's a chicken buffet. Oh. A BBQ che- uh, a buffet chicken. So. Yeah, thank you very much. Fed Chair Powell didn't throw the market a meaty bone yesterday in terms of monetary policy outlook. He acknowledged that global growth is slowing, but he concluded with a main message that the United States economy is in great shape, and he believes it can accelerate growth. I'm hearing many, many, many analysts and pundits say there's no chance we grow as fast next year as this year. That's a sticky point. Because you invest with, I want investments to go higher, stocks to go higher, but you're going to have to look elsewhere, I think. You're going to have to think it. You're you're not going to have to look elsewhere. I think the best thing you need to be is being very open-minded to international markets. Europe's a sticky point right now. So, you know, I said we're going to grow slower next year than this year, and it's a sticky point. Italy's a sticky point. Ciao. I'm from Venice. Venice is underwater. The whole U.K. saga with Italy kind of remains up in arms. The European Union is up in arms that the U.K. is going to, you know, Brexit negotiations out of the the relationship that they had, the business relationship. Brexit Secretary Rob has resigned his uh, position, and he is unwilling to support the draft agreement brought to the public by Prime Minister May. I don't know a lot about British politics I know that they wear wigs That they fight with each other That they have a jolly good old time They got big front teeth Like rabbits They eat Mince pie That's about as much as I know about England England Kiss my butt I don't want to take the time to know about their political system Because I only have so much space in my head I only have so much space in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I once went to England, and I was in Hyde Park, and there was a, a, a statue of, about the Tories and how they, they had this great big overthrow of the government. But then I saw a dog kind of like, um, well, how shall we say getting frisky with a statue? <laughs> and I started yelling, Tory statue rape, Tory statue rape, police, police. See, it's a plan statutory. Rape. Okay, so I, what I should have done was, was a statue of a young Tory. Uh, okay. Mr. Robb's resignation from the Brexit situation has raised uncertainty. And you know how much you dislike uncertainty and change? Wall Street hates it even more. And it's, uh, I'm in a glass cage of emotion. It's like, why are you leaving? It, it, it's, it's not the easiest thing to go through right now with British Parliament. Parliament, with Miss May's leadership, with uncertainty about the falling pound. I got an email from a guy yesterday who has a hundred percent of his money in Procter and Gamble stock, and basically back in the '80s or early. I'm maybe I don't even know. He said, he said I've been investing my whole life. He doesn't want to have a stockbroker. He doesn't want to have a financial planner relationship. He had a million plus dollars, and now the company is caught up in firestorms. And lawsuit settlements and yesterday the death total was lower than the day before you can't own a stock like that or it's tough to ask someone like me what do you think i should do i think you get on the sidelines i don't think you do it in the first place he listens to the show because clearly he was asking for advice and i would never say put all your money in one stock So the Brexit issue the brexit and that's one that I'll, I'll be looking forward to putting behind us at some point in time. I don't really need to be talking about Brexit, 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 um, Brexit, It's getting a lot of airtime right now. And it's going to continue. So when you turn on Bloomberg or CNBC or you know, CBS Market Watch shows or what have you, there's a real problem. Retail sales report came out this morning. A lot of economic data came out this morning. Retail sales increased eight-tenths of one percent. Expectations were five-tenths of one percent. Last month was slightly guided down. The takeaway is because you're like eight tenths, five tenths, like it's tough to, to put a finger on. Consumer spending activity is healthy. Initial claims for the first week, ending, November 10 increased by 2,000 to 216,000. The key takeaway of that report is that weekly increases did very little to alter trends in the four-week moving averages, which remain at historic lows. The Philadelphia Fed Index came out, and it fell. Manufacturing growth slowed in the Philadelphia federal region, but it's still expanding. The Empire Manufacturing Survey, the New York area, um, it's half between growing and half between uh, contracting. So there's some, there's some flags out there. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I want you, as a new recruit in the Rob Black army, coming this weekend to a city near you in San Jose, Two events, one from 9.30 to 11.30 and one from 1.00 to 3. Whether you're wealthy or creating wealthy, find more information at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 this Saturday. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
2: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7.00.
1: So, one of my favorite shows as a kid was this, WKRP in Cincinnati. My brother David was basically a god to me. I didn't have the best father-son relationship, but my brother David, he kind of was my father. His favorite show was WKRP in Cincinnati. And I think it, it was kind of an innovative show. It started kind of. How shall we say? Bringing out Lonnie Anderson, it made her career, right? I know you're saying Lonnie Anderson. Who's that? But before I digress too much, WKRP in Cincinnati, obviously, I thought was a pretty special show uh, because my brother David liked it, and you know, it was an American sitcom. It was a struggling fictional radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio. It was created by a guy named Hugh Wilson. Um, based on his life of of advertising sales and radio. It's probably something you could find for free on the internet or YouTube or something like that, but that's the theme song for him. Remember when TV shows had great theme songs? Um, Howard Hesman was on the show, Lonnie Anderson. Howard Hesman went on Johnny Fever. Awesome. And uh, it won a lot of Emmy Awards. It did well for CBS. Uh, But it became kind of famous and infamous for the Turkeys Away Episode 7 Debbie in Cincinnati aired its seventh episode 40 years ago. No one knew that this one freshman series on TV show was going to become such a monster hit. Um it, there's a you know TV shows have various writers. But it was a holiday tie-in. And do you, don't you like TV shows that have holiday tie-ins where like your favorite character suddenly dressing up as a ghost or something on Halloween and it's kind of fun, right? The fantasy of uh of Costumes and Halloween and holidays. So, the writer of the show decided to use a, a story that he had once heard. It was a publicity stunt. It's a true story, with well, a number of turkeys were thrown from a helicopter um, or a truck. He didn't quite remember. So, he was horrified hearing the story, and it was an unintended turkey massacre because turkeys can't fly. It's pretty, pretty great moment, Les Nessman. Out the back of the helicopter, it's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver,
0: plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. To so the third. no parachutes yet. So, the
1: birds fall like a sack of wet cement to the pavement below. Um... And the the weather guy, he he's a, a helicopter weather guy, right? So he was going. It, it was terror. It was horror. It oh it, it petrified him. Radio show or radio TV executives and salespeople, they do their best to entertain, right? And they didn't know that turkeys couldn't fly. So it was what an homage to that story, right? So I bring that up because it's Thanksgiving time, and as serious as I can be, spend some time with your family and love them um talk to your neighbors and love them um this i i wanted to pay a little tribute to remember brother david because he was an amazing brother um thanksgiving's really sweet uh this year thanksgiving's gonna be a little bit more expensive than last year and please by the way don't throw a turkey out the window please don't throw a turkey out the window it sounds like the turkeys from uh south park it's easy to it's easy to hate turkeys right Average Thanksgiving dinner is going to cost a little bit less this year than last year. Now, this is a story on inflation, and retirement is really about fighting inflation and having enough assets to live till the day you die. And it's all about you know fighting, making mistakes. Um, if you want to feed ten people plus leftovers, forty eight dollars and ninety cents, down twenty two cents from last year. Now that doesn't sound right to me. Four dollars and eighty nine cents per person. The star of the Thanksgiving feast is obviously a turkey, right? Average cost this year for 16-pounders, $21.71, or $1.36 a pound. That's down from about $22.38 last year. So turkey prices have fallen. Deflation, right? Is it supply and is it demand? What happened? Was there a bird flu? These are all really important questions to start thinking about. Turkey's a pretty affordable meat, but milk is down. Pumpkin pie is unchanged. Um, carrots are ex- more expensive this year than last year. So by a penny. That doesn't bother you. But you're like, hey, I got to raise this year. so But your raise is going into fighting these costs. A dozen rolls, $2.25. I would be really good on the prices, right? 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 <laughs> Do you remember when you had to guess the prices of things? And someone like Donald Trump has never been in a grocery store. He would be like, let's see. gallon of milk hundred dollars wrong but right so a gallon of whole fat milk is two dollars and ninety two cents coffee ingredients needed for recipes like butter evaporated milk onions eggs sugar and flour it gets really expensive putting this together but it's an affordable meal for americans to get together and it's a classic meal and again i say this with all due respect uh, we're seeing wildfires burn down people's homes and lives and memories. And we're seeing wildfires uh, kill people, take people from our lives. So they're saying the world a wildfire right now in Northern California that they had less than five minutes to get out or die. That's how fast it was moving on some people. So do yourself a favor. Get ahead of this one. Oh, and if you go to YouTube, you can watch the Turkey uh, episode I just noticed on WKRP Cincinnati. So, I know you're saying, give up on that, Rob, drop it. No, my brother loved that show. And it's interesting because I'm the one who went into radio. He went and became a lawyer, an attorney.
0: Oh, my, my, my.
1: And when, to not get into debt, he, he actually went into the Marine Corps. And what's cool about the Marine Corps is once you've got your law degree that they pay for, the next thing you do is you give them three years of service. And he said as a Marine Corps attorney, he uh, they made him be the prosecutor for year one. Then they made him be a, a defendant, uh, you know, defend uh, counsel in year two. So he got to learn how to prosecute people. He got to learn how to protect people. That's pretty cool. Uh, he was a JAG, Judge Advocate General, or Judge Advocate, I don't know. That's where I'm, I'm losing my, my point. Um, point being is, um, he didn't want to go in debt. He found another way to do it. So that's out there. Big event coming up this weekend, I, you can catch it, Rob Black and your money, financial and market perspective, uh, I'm bringing my show on the road, the Rob Black Army Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar with CFP Chad Burton, November 17th, that's Saturday, that's going to be from 9.30 to 11.30, a lot about new tax information about the new laws, minimizing retirement income taxes, minimi- um Transition your portfolio from accumulation to income. You can learn more information about the 930. It's at the Rotary Center Summit in San Jose. You can learn more at Rob Black Show. Use the code radio25. In the afternoon, I'm going to teach you a little bit more about wealth generation. Sign up at Rob Black Show, code radio25. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. Welcome back in, Rob Black and Your Money. It's the week before Thanksgiving. Looking at the calendar, you got one week. Get the turkey, start thawing it. When do you thaw a turkey? I don't know. Call Miss Butterball. Hey, Alexa, how long should it take to thaw my turkey? That's one of the things they're doing. Butterball is doing an Alexa app on turkey cooking.
0: Jeff Bezos is watching you.
1: Oh, thank you, Alexa. So Black Friday is coming, and the stakes are huge for retail stocks. But we also have to get to the end of the year. We also have to figure out what's going on with the rising interest rates in the stock market. There's no fear or shortage of a transatlantic trouble right now with the Brexit. Oil is slumping. Tech has slid in. Bitcoin's being battered. Um, I don't know. Remember this time last year, all we were doing was talking about Bitcoin. Some people were like, Bitcoin's going to 35,000. <phone rings> Tom Lee, Tom Lee, you were wrong. So guy Tom Lee would get on CNBC and he's like, he's going higher. And what I think Bitcoin represented last year was that millennials don't trust the direction of our country. I think that's That's important. I, I, I think that's an important trend to note. It can tell you a lot in the future. So PG&E is still falling today, down even more. It's had a bad week after basically admitting that some of the fires were caused by their equipment. Um, down twenty three percent today. Wow. So we got a big event coming up this weekend with CFE Chad Burton and myself, retirement income and tax planning, November seventeenth from nine thirty to eleven thirty. Then we're going to take a little bit of a break, and you can learn more about this event by going to robloxshowcom roblackshow.com, and hit events. And later in the afternoon, we're going to be doing an investing beyond a 401k wealth accumulation, talking about stocks and real estate and diversification and muni bonds and other strategies that you might have, how to grow wealth beyond maxing out your 401k. So I looked at my 401k statement this week, and I'm like, ooh, that's not, ooh, <laughs> October was not pretty. But anyway, you can sign up at robloxshow.com It's robloxshow.com. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burke and talk a little about some of the things that he's going to talk about, particularly tied to the tax changes and what you need to know
2: and how you should approach it. So, we're still waiting before you know I jump into any of these issues. A lot of clarification still need to occur on this 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Um, I mean, honestly, we don't even have forms to look out for 2018 tax filing yet, so it's going to be a rush for the IRS to get this stuff done. But the program that I'm talking about, and it's called Quaz, is the you know short name for it, it provides tax incentive for people to make long-term investments in 8,700 communities nationwide. So now we're going to start seeing funds that jump up where you say, okay, if I... Invest, let's say $50,000, or if I directly buy real estate in some of these areas, let's say it's, I don't know, half a million dollars, whatever it may be, you might have the opportunity to basically defer that much in capital gains as you move forward. If you make it a long term investment and you make substantial improvements in that area, I think is the way that I'm reading this. So, the the idea here is that in, in, in late October, the U.S. Treasury and IRS published an initial set of rules for QUAS. That's the, again, Qualified Opportunity Zone Investment Programs. And they're expected to issue additional rules within the next few months. Government officials in all 50 states... Uh, they went in and nominated these areas based on poverty levels of surrounding neighborhoods and populations. So, these, this is not for the faint of heart on these investments, right? It's not like you're, hey, I'm going to invest near a college that's thriving and there's always people that want to rent because the college is always full and hard to get into. Or by a hospital or something like that. It's not that type of an investment. You're going into some rough zones. So, for that, You can put off paying taxes on an equal amount of capital gains until the end of 2026, according to these rules and guidelines. And it's no matter if if those capital gains run on real estate, stocks, bonds, whatever, you can qualify for that deferral. But between 90 and 70% of the capital gains on which those deferrals sought must be invested in one of these zones for quas. So, how this all works, and whether it's deferral of gains during that period of time you're invested, or you have a bunch of gains, so you decide to invest, that's what we need more and more clarification on. But those are kind of the things that I like to see out there because it says, okay, rather than give this, I need to diversify, I need to sell some stock somewhere. And you're always saying, well, I know I need to diversify, but I'm also taking a hit, federal and state, to do this. So, rather than give that money to the government, which tends to spend more and more money every time we give it to them, you go into an area that needs some drastic improvement. and needs to create some opportunity. And if you see opportunity around you see all this building, the opportunity for maybe get a construction job and then go to school and you know, do something other than what you're doing right now, That I think that's really, really good. And the idea here is that people aren't going to be able to go in and buy properties and become, you know, basically a slumlord. You have to create economic growth in those companies. And there'll be more and more rules in terms of substantial investments, which generally means, by some of these things that were taken out of this article I was reading, $1 of improvement for every $1 purchase price within 30 months after purchase of an asset. So, we're talking about substantial improvements in these areas. Now, it's going to you know, be a balance if you make investment in these areas and the rents go up, and, and then people just get pushed out of that area farther and farther out. A perfect example of that is where in Oregon, where outside of Portland, just east of Portland, where I went to high school, yeah, a city called Gresham, Oregon, did some really, really poor planning. they decided to build and approve tons of apartments at the same time the max line started to head out there. So an area of Portland, which was considered a rough area of Portland, as people started buying po- properties, it just pushed everybody out this public transportation line out into Gresham, and Gresham, which was a nice suburb when I went to high school in that area, it's, it's now just kind of horrible. Um, it just it's poor city planning. So you have to be careful of that gentrification issue as that as that occurs in a city, and the city planning becomes very and very important. Um, I was actually just talking to my middle son about the idea of city planning, as my older one knows he wants to be a financial advisor. Younger one is kind of sports marketing, city planning, those type of things. We'll see. Gas prices are plummeting
1: amid decline for oil as Thanksgiving travel approaches. That was CFP Chad Burke, and we were just listening to. You got to piece together everything, or you got to try to. In my opinion, um, worker sort of for today after news stocks mentioned. So big event coming up this weekend in San Jose. You just heard Chad talking a little bit about you know tax planning and income tax planning. So when your income is higher or lower in retirement, these are it gets very, very tricky. And sadly our brains don't work as well as they did when we were younger as we get older. So in some areas you do for sure. but most areas it's it's tougher and tougher to even read the fine print without reading glasses. Where did I worry about reading glasses? November seventeenth two events. one is going to be about creating wealth in the afternoon, one's gonna be about preserving it and income issues and taxes and retirement in the morning. Chad's running 930 to 1130. I'm running one to three. You can sign up for either or event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, it's in San Jose at the Rotary Center. Uh, beautiful building. I think it's like the seventh floor, something like that. Great parking, easy parking, cheap parking. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Um, I hope to see you there. So one area that's been kind of hot and interesting Marijuana companies. In the last three months, we've talked more about marijuana companies than we did in the last year. They're not having the best week. And that always, of course, reminds me of, so you had a bad day when the loser got kicked off American Idol. You know how many episodes of American Idol I've watched? None. So Canopy Growth, Aurora Cannabis, and Tilroy are sinking right now. In large part, you're seeing things like Aurora show a 333% sales jump. And you're like, whoa, that's great. Why is it down? Um, because it's not fully legit yet, and you're dealing with Canadian companies. So the weed leaders, Canopy Growth, Aurora Cannabis, and Tilroy, not having the best week. Um, so you saw Canopy Growth, their CEO, come out and talk a little bit about what, what went wrong. And he's like, well, you all got excited about uh, Wayne Gretzky and hockey? No, no, you all got excited about... Take off, hey!
0: You all got excited
1: excited about legalization in Canada, and he's like, "It doesn't work that way." He goes, "Yeah, it's legalized, but we didn't start selling it ninety days ago. We started selling it two weeks ago." All right, all right, all right. And we're figuring everything out, so you got to be patient, guys. I own no weed stocks, but I do find them intriguing. I'd prefer the American-based ones, or maybe even being patient. I like Canada at all, but. Uh, I prefer investing in U.S. companies. The Canadian Stock Exchange, a little bit like the Wild, Wild West. And I ain't no cowboy. I'm Roblox Show, talking all things financial. I'm not Roblox Show. I'm Roblox on the Roblox In Your Money Show. Find me online at RobloxShow.com. Big event this weekend. Sign up now because you get about 48 hours. Uh, see you soon. I'm Roblock. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Ain't this true? Get out of your own way. Wouldn't it be a much better life if we could stop making same old mistakes and bad habits get cut? You got to stay on top of your finances. Some headlines from out there today. FDA proposed a big ban on menthol cigarettes and restricting sales of sweet e-cigarettes. Um I believe in vampires. I know you're saying what? You believe in vampires?
0: One, two, three, four, five
1: I love I love the count. He was the only thing on Sesame Street that I liked as a kid. Seven, Mr. Snuffle I guess freaked me out. I'm mean, seriously saying freaked me out. And the fact that only Big Bird can see him, I think Big Bird was like a I'm not going to say a drug addict, but there was something wrong with Big Bird. If he could only see Mr. Snuffleup, I guess, and no one else could see him. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe a little <laughs> nose candy. Because, did you see Mr. Snuffleup? He so got a snout.
0: That yeah? really yeah. got out of hand fast.
1: So, the FDA is talking about curbing smoking, and vaping amongst the earth, And banning menthol cigarettes and many flavored small cigars and... They've moved forward with a prohibition on the sale of sweet-flavored electronic cigarette liquid. E-cigarette use is up 78% year-over-year with high school students. I don't believe it. Like, I I, I can't imagine kids are that stupid. That's why I believe in vampires. I just can't believe we could take a cancer-causing product and inhale it into our lungs. It's, it's, I go back to the 19, you know, World War II. Who would have believed that someone would have put another human being in an oven to kill them? It's surreal to me when we tell our kids, when our grandkids tell our their grandkids that that happened, we'll say there was no Nazis. That's impossible. People want to do that to each other. That's why I believe in vampires because there's enough documentation out there. I know you're saying you don't really believe in vampires, do you? But I, I, I can't believe we saw the cigarette issue. Total number of middle and high school students now using e-cigarettes rose to 3.6 million. Um, Nothing in the data out there that's encouraging. Now, this is bad if you're a cigarette company. They've been trying to figure out, okay, the tobacco and the, the paper smoked caused cancer. So now what do we do? Well, let's sweeten the product, <laughs> right? And that's what kind of my menthol does. My mom and daddy's drink, uh, not drink, but smoke, Salem menthols. So this could be a big thing when government gets in in. in steps in on an industry and regulates. So when you hear about Trump deregulating finances, that's considered a good thing for the stocks. Makes it a little easier for the companies to do business. And when you hear about company, uh, government getting in and regulating cigarettes, so voting is a good idea if you want to be wealthy to get to know things about the world, in my opinion. Gas prices are falling right in front of the holiday turkey weekend. Uh, Thanksgiving gas prices are getting carved up. Get it carved up. Average is $2.68 a gallon. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, later in the show, I'm going to be teaching you what the difference is between stuffing. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Uh, uh, no, stop it. So commodities are lower. That's generally thought of like as a the world growth ain't that good kind of tale. Amazon's weighing on the lagging consumer discretionary sector today. Walmart's probably had a little bit of a disappointing report. It wasn't horrific, but it wasn't great. Bernie Sanders. I'm Bernie Sanders. He said Walmart should should be stopped by the government from buying back their own stock until they pay all their employees $15 an hour. Now, that's, again, I'm telling you, regulation and having government tell companies what to do, I don't think it's the best idea in the world. I, I would prefer that people have their own opinions and act on it. Anyhow, Twitter it looks like a compelling buy right now, according to some analysts. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Twitter's great for me for seeing a lot of news fast and trying to you know piece together, Frankenstein together, some ideas of the day. So, worst credit card for you to buy right now? 50% of Americans get the worst credit card. What is the worst credit card? The store credit card. Stay away from the store credit cards, people. It's uh, shocking, shocking the the cost of them. Now, again, if you go into Macy's, let's say you just moved. And you're a young person and all your old stuff was just garbage. So you uh, left it there. You threw it away. You did something like that. Um, One of the things you're kind of noticing is that, you know, things are expensive to replace. So we're paying attention to all that kind of stuff. Uh, but the, the store credit cards, if, if you ever go into like a Macy's and you're like, oh gosh, I just suddenly got, you know, $1,000 of stuff. Like, would you like to open a Macy's account? And you go, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I got enough credit cards. But what are you offering? We're offering today 40% off all sales. They're like, wow, Caitlyn Jenner is working at Macy's? Yes, I'm going to get Macy's, and we're offering 40% off every day if you get a credit card. So I'm not a big Macy's credit card kind of guy. Um, I don't like the 26 to 28% interest rate. But again, if you're responsible, do you get the credit card, get 40% off, and then cancel it? It's not the worst idea out there. But you, you know yourself well enough that you're going to do that. And you don't want to open up too many credit cards. That'll, that'll follow you. You can find me online at robloxshow.com. Big event coming up this weekend. Two events. One on wealth preservation and income planning and retirement. A lot of information at robloxshow.com under events. And in the afternoon, going to be more of a wealth accumulation. What I do, what I did, where I was in life uh, before I got wealthy. That's 1 to 3 o'clock in San Jose at the Rotary Center. You can find out more information at Rob Black show. Code radio25 to
0: get it for free